TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Whether it's an off-the-field issue, on-the-field issue, it doesn't matter. Um, it's a very supportive group and a group that cares about everyone and a group that finds ways to um, get the job done one way or another, and they did today. That was Twins manager Rocco Baldelli. This is the Score North first place twin show live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 14. No Rob Mackloff today. I'm Derek Wetmore with Manny Hill on the other side of the glass and a very special guest in studio. We welcome Patrick Royce to the Score North Twin Show. Patrick, how are you today? If I would have known you were starting with a Rocco quote, I wouldn't have showed up. <laughs> Just like you wouldn't have showed up I've if you knew the it. Twins were using an opener? I would have heard uh, I heard enough of them. They sneaked the opener in on me at Fenway Park yeah. the other day. <laughs> I, I assumed that he wasn't going to go long, but... Uh, uh, when he got the Red Sox out in the top of the first, and then Lewis Thorpe came in, I said, fool me! Okay, <laughs> You got me. They By got the you way, twice. In retrospect, that was genius. Oh, they got their all lineup. Those, they got four, uh, I think, five Red Sox hitters when Thorpe came in, four more left-handers. Yeah, you're right. So that's basically what they sneaked in. Because in the other words, is you've been around Lewis just a little bit, and he might have collapsed from nerves if he'd started that game. So, but they like his stuff. They like oh, his I future like his and stuff, his pension. But he's uh, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, a big start. He's a high, in, high strung, <laughs> a big start in Fenway Park. Uh, and you're right, Rocco Baldelli putting some positive spin on this as he is wont to do. Yeah. But Patrick, I got to ask you, how are you feeling about the Twins today? Compared with how you were feeling about them maybe 72 hours ago. Well, Pineda's. Uh, here's the deal. There was, uh, Manny and I actually talked about this earlier today. There was the odds against them getting through the Yankees in Houston were enormous. There is now no chance without Pineda. I don't think there's, you know, Barrios, even if Barrios gets his act together, um, you know, you still, and Olorizzi, you, you got two starters. But uh, you can have Martin Perez start a playoff game. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I just you know they could get they could sneak through a first round with two uh, with Brios and if Brios gets his act back together and Odorizzi throws the ball well because their bullpen's good now. But um, they they can't win a they can't win they can't win a seven game playoff series with this pitching. I would think that gets a lot more difficult now. Michael Pineda suspended 60 games for a diuretic. The kind of weird wrinkle to the story is that apparently an arbitrator decided, yeah, you weren't trying to cheat. This must be okay. And I don't know what it was. Somebody's bringing me in pizza. Oh, Come good. here. Come here, dear. Oh, we'll make Come sure here, we get Andrew. that on the live stream. I told you to buy one of your own. I did. Okay. <laughs> I gave you the money for it. Okay. Yeah, it's downstairs. Oh, okay. All right. right. So, Michael Pineda, and and you've got a reference to this, Pat. We talked about it over the weekend. I miss doing live shows with you, Pat. That's what I do. This is more important. I've been here three hours and haven't had lunch yet. The live stream knows that this is not a bit at all by any means. The Michael Pineda news, Patrick, kind of stunned me, I'll be honest with you. came out of nowhere, and it took their rotation from... Uh, has a chance in October to, boy, who's going to be starting now? Who's filling out the ALDS? I would have to disagree. I think it took their rotation from probably doesn't have a chance, but with a probably to sure. 
doesn't have. <laughs> it took kids. away the problem, please. I'm a realist. I don't. Uh, I don't uh, sugarcoat things, and I. I just don't know how they get her done. The, the, the thing I liked about him pitching, being your game one starter, is he's got that unflappable. Yeah. Know. When you're six foot nine, and what three? Oh. 310? Keep going, Easily. yeah. 310? Yeah. Easily. You can be unflappable. Sure. Nobody's going to run out the mound and punch you, I'll tell you that. So, uh, it's, uh, and he just kept getting better and better. Now, the, of course, the big thing is we can believe the diuretic story or, uh, or we can't. I I don't know. I mean, well, I, I have no idea which I'm way tempted to go to. on him. I'm tempted yeah, I think to believe it. we all are tempted to believe it, but. Who knows? That's right, yeah. So the weird part about it to me, Patrick, is that they took uh, an arbitrator that basically said, yeah, okay, that story's believable in that you were taking, you know, one of those water pills or whatever yeah. for, for weight loss, basically, and that wasn't intending to use as a masking agent for some other steroid or human growth hormone, and yet it's on the banned substance list, uh, yeah. so there's no gray so they area had, they here. Had no choice. Yep, no. you're suspended 60 games. What is interesting games. about those things is... He probably knew for weeks. You would and think so. And they were so. appealing this. And yet he came in Friday night and talked to us after the game. And uh, Rocco, from what I understand, on Saturday, without saying so, made it sound like he knew that this was coming. I know and, the Twins uh, knew, yeah. And But only probably because Pineda told him. You think so? Because when Polanco got suspended, they didn't know it was coming. Right. Uh, so that I was think in spring training what, last year. Uh, Major League, the Players Association is notified, and the players, from what I can, what I remember, the Planco thing, the Players Association notifies the players' agent, who then notifies the player, and uh, that's uh, you know, and then I think it's up to the player whether he wants to tell the team or not. How they want to divulge it? And yeah. uh, Jorge was, uh, I think, properly embarrassed that he did not. Uh, you know, but when is the how many guys in the history of these uh, these uh, positive tests have we had say, damn it, they caught me. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I thought I'd get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and we had uh, we had the one guy saying, was it uh, did Melky pretty much admit it? Melky and then he, then he got a good contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know one, I remember one guy remembering it, but Andy Pettit admitted to the here, growth hormone. Here's the other thing of all you people wanting to be outraged that the Twins had this cheater on the team, the defending MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, popped for steroids Julian last year Edelman. and missed the first games of four games of the season. Yeah, and missed the first four games of the season, so they still only have a. You know, the baseball is tougher on this thing than football. And uh, people, I guess, but somehow baseball is much more tainted by oh, it. Oh, it's way tougher on it, Patrick. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's, yeah. there's no comparison in how they treat this stuff between the two sports. And I'll throw in, too, how the media treats this stuff. We get very offended um, when a baseball player is said to be skirting the rules. Mm-hmm. Football yes. player skirts the rules, and, well, you were trying. But to me, the Michael Pineda thing now throws just an impossible wrench in the season. I was ever the optimist that this team, you know, sprinting towards 100 wins, an improbable turnaround story. I thought they'd be better this year, Pat, but certainly I didn't expect an MLB home run record, and I didn't expect anywhere close to 100 wins. It throws a, a 
dark cloud over a season that I think was uh, worthy of celebration before this. Well, and uh, the other thing going on here is they got a whole bunch of guys banged up, too. They do. Uh, we'll find out Tuesday who's playing. One thing about the Twins, you can tell, you can know for sure they aren't going to send out information before they have to. Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, Fox and I don't think anybody was expecting him back, but he's apparently going to have a labrum surgery. And, uh, you know, that'll take care of that. And, uh, you know, Sano, the bad back thing. I thought, I was glad to find out he had a bad back. Because they didn't just rest Because the him. other option was insanity <laughs> when they didn't have, uh, when they let uh, my man Ryan Lamar, no so, bigger yeah. Ryan Lamar fan than me. That's As right. you know, last, last spring I was, this is the guy, he's going to make the team. Yep, I can confirm. I don't think he made it out of camp, but he made it later. He right? did, he made it out of camp. camp. He was okay. the surprise last uh, year. He was but, the Ryan Harper but, of that team. But when you're two three runs down and there's two guys on base... <laughs> And with two outs in the ninth, and you got 280-pound Miguel sitting over there, and he doesn't hit. You wonder if the managers had an aneurysm You would wonder if it was the Miami Marlins, but you'd certainly wonder against the Cleveland Indians. It was so damn obvious. Even Audra asked him about it. Even Audra second-guessed him, for goodness sakes. (laughs) Did you see the shocked look on Rocco's face? Audra's going after me here, for God's sake. He doesn't love... Actually, I I think he's uh, he's got a good head about it, but he doesn't love being second-guessed by anybody, truthfully, Pat. I think that... You remember Guardi, the past couple years, the final couple years of his Twins tenure was... Don't ask me why I did anything, because (laughs) I'm the manager, and you're in the media Mm -hmm. there was uh, that one surprised me because i thought that you would do anything you could to bury cleveland while you have a chance i still like their chances to win the division he said he said that that snow wasn't available right but under any circumstance it surprised me at the time that you wouldn't at the time surprised me I had to restrain myself from standing up in the press box and screaming, Somebody wake up, Rocco! Somebody wake him up! He's sleeping! Because Sano was on the bench, Nelson Cruz was on the bench, but then he told us afterwards, Pat, that there was no such thing as possible. Those two I guys do weren't feel play. they felt like they did what they had to do when they sneaked her out on Saturday. Yeah, got the one win in that yeah. series. Mitch Keep Garver delivers a, a couple yeah. of bombas this weekend, and I don't think that Cleveland has a chance at coming back in this thing. So that yeah, part could okay. still be fun. You know, you got Washington coming in here. They got Corbin, Strasburg, and uh, Annie Ball, they're, they're, your guy. Who's the other guy? Yeah, Annie, Annie Ball. Annie Sanchez. Ball is okay. Yeah, they got those three guys. Okay, you, you know, what if and Cleveland's out in Los Angeles, which is comatose. Sure, the Angels. Uh, you know, what if it's, what if you go there and it's four going in? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not over. No. Despite I, the insurance of Mackey that even if they lost all six to Cleveland, they'd win. Yeah, that was some kind of take, huh? Yeah. I, I look at this I and I Phil say. Phil and Rami both said that. You know well, what? Rami said here's, that in April, so give him problem. a pass on that. Here's the problem. There's three weeks left in the season and this is the worst shape this team's been in. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, they're not. For October. They're not. They're even, limping to the finish they're line. They're not in, anywhere near. Now, the one thing that's much better than it's been all year is the bullpen. They are uh, turning good. it around. Duffy's good. May's fine. Rogers is fantastic, and uh, I like Latell a little bit. Yeah, but the, the the bullpen's the good. So even without Sam Dyson, who's getting checked on, but Sergio Romo is an infusion that this group needed. Trevor May's turned it around to my eye, and Tyler Duffy's been great. We so. should uh, sue the Giants for sending us Sam Dyson with a bad arm. That, the- you know, the first time I saw him pitch. 
in person because I, you know, obviously I missed, I, I didn't, the game he blew right off the bat. Miami. In Miami. I was uh, in the car, so I didn't, uh, but I saw him pitch and I said, where's the life on the pitches? There was no life on his pitches. And I still haven't seen much life on his pitches, and now he's got the bad biceps again. So, yeah, I tell you what, though, uh, Sergio Romo is more fun than the county fair. Yeah, he's been great. <laughs> He'll throw that thing up there and and uh, spin it up there and Doesn't just care. take his yeah. chances. Yep, seventy-eight crafty, slider, eighty-eight, eighty-seven with the fastball, and mm-hmm. fun guy off the mound too. He's been uh, an, an infusion of life. Yeah, he's a character. That uh, That is what they're going to rely on here, Pat, is score 10 runs and get to the fifth inning. And yeah, but they're the not going to be scoring 10 runs with this lineup right so, now. So Byron Buxton, potentially season-ending shoulder surgery. I don't think it's potential. I think it's – I was told that it's going to happen. Okay. But they want they wanted to double-check it. But. Yeah, yeah. So the, the next shoulder surgeon that rec- recommends rehab uh, would be – No. Well, you know, you don't want him to rehab because sure. he shows up next spring and sure. he's not ready to go again. I don't know. Judd wants to put him in a kind of a, a one of those uh, sumo wrestler suits, and so he runs bubble wrap. Yeah, bubble. So he runs into the wall. He just oh, bounces yeah. off. I don't know what you do. He I just don't know that you some can. guys just are brutal. Yeah. Well, you it's know, not Molitor, just the wall, Molitor when he played in the in the field was hurt all the time, and then they made him a DH, but. His problem was pulled. He had these thick thighs and sure. muscles and stuff. And guy, he always pulled, pulled his muscles. Uh, you know, he was always pulling muscles. Mostly, he did break a couple of things too. But uh, I don't know. But it's it's, uh, it's it's boy, what a quandary! Yeah, they got big quandaries on who to sign and who not to. Eddie's Eddie's been bad uh, for to me since uh, basically since he hit that. Three run homer. Now he's had a couple of hot streaks, but I don't know if you give Eddie a long term deal. I don't know if he gives Sano a long term deal. I don't know if you get Buxton a long term deal. It's yeah. a, it's a real the future is a real quandary for our geniuses. So. Yeah, it is, and the rest of like the present right now is a quandary because you mentioned the injuries and they're going to be short handed. Max Kepler's getting his left shoulder looked at. Uh, Jake, I thought, Cave. I thought Kepler was the. Chest area. They, they called it chest, but I talked to Kepler after the game, and it's like the back of his left shoulder. Clavicle. Uh, scap, I believe is what Scapula. they call it. And Scapula. So for him, it's on his swing and throwing. He can feel did you, it. Did you see the finish of those swings yesterday in the first inning? You can like, tell he's dealing with pain. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's that it. That ain't good. Well, against Cleviger, good luck if you're not uh, fully healthy. Luckily, he's a German. <laughs> those damn Germans are tough. So he'll bounce back okay? That's right. You, uh, can't, you can't underestimate a German. But you look around the rest of the diamond pad, and it's like it's everywhere. We mentioned Sam Dyson. Obviously, Pineda suspended. Jose hasn't been Jose um, on the mound in, in a couple of months. I, I liked at, him better in Boston the other night, even though the results sure. weren't great. He threw a lot of change-ups. Yeah, you were and, early on uh, that. He had a little, uh, he had a little zip. On his fast, he, his big problem right now is the fastball. Instead of being on the inner four inches and the outer four inches, is in the middle of the plate. And he, you know, with a little more command, he can get it out of the middle of the plate. So, Pat, are you are you buying that there is something a little off mechanically with him too? Because Perky, we, yeah. we talked about it with Perky. Yeah, on I Thursday. think he is. I think it is. 
that yeah. there's something about like his his follow through yeah. is Seems just different a, than what it was when it was be in a May. pause in there or something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I think there's. I mean, Perky knows a hell of a lot more about it than I do. But there's something a little bit off, which could be the reason he's not hitting spots. You know, the way Glenn described it to us on Glenn Perkins on baseball is like. As Barrios goes to drive with mm-hmm. that back leg, it's not the same drive. It's kind of almost just babying a pitch with your arm and rotation. Yeah. So I that, think he's and healthy. that could just be fatigue. I think he's healthy. I, I think so too. I, I but they're working with mechanical stuff and they're trying to do it midstream here. I know that's a that's a big challenge. Well, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what, it's a miracle that uh, what this team has accomplished yes. this year. It's a, it's yeah. a, I uh, was in Met Stadium when these boys played their first ever game in April of uh, 1961 and have followed them more closely than uh, any of the local pro sports teams or college teams. And uh, this, to me, is the second biggest surprise. Really? Next to 87 when they were uh, went 29-52 and 52 on the road and won the World Series. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know how this one ends, right? To be fair. Well, but it's already, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's already to me amazing that, yeah. that they, these, you know, juicy ball or not, what's that worth? 10 feet? 12 feet? Yeah. That means Nelson would have to give back about two of them. <laughs> <you> know, <so. laughs> and about 10 rows over yeah. there. Miguel would have to give, give away what? None yeah. or one? I'll tell you, boys, I was. 30 rows, 25 to 30 rows behind home plate in Fenway when snow hit that one. Yeah, the dead scared center. Scared me. Yeah. <laughs> the sound scared me. <laughs> that was a blast. Oh, man. Well, it hit the, everybody says it hit the photographer's platform way out in center. No, it hit above the photographer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hit a big post or pipe or something that's holding. By the way, you couldn't get my fat rear end on that photographer's platform <laughs> they have like 25 guys out there all no jammed in on this piece of wood yeah dan you hayes know. who writes for the athletic took a picture from that well the day yeah. after he said here's where miguel sano's ball hit and he was taking a picture yeah. of the field and so i retweeted and said i didn't know that dan hayes was the 13th man to stand on the face of the moon <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that thing was gone and yeah. uh I mean, look, it's been it's been a very, very fun ride, and we don't know where it will end, but I'm with you, Pat. After Pineda suspended and Buxton possibly being done for the year with shoulder surgery, I can't see this paying off the way I thought it might have, or had a chance to maybe two, three weeks ago. Uh, well, I think it's going to pay off the way I thought it would, which is they get beat in the first round by either the Yankees or Houston <laughs> in the second round. Sure. But they avoid the wild card. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that said, the the series might be less competitive than it might have been. Yeah. You know? Well, let's talk about that next. Uh, we got to get to a break here on the Score North First Place Twin Show. Patrick Royce is our eat guest. Pizza. Yeah, get your lunch, Pat. Make sure if you need a dessert or uh, oh, it looks like you got your diet coke, so we should be all all shaped up there. Uh, for Manny Hill and Patrick Royce, I'm Derek Wetmore. We'll be back with you on a minute to talk Twins and what the rest of the season holds. Now that uh, this thing's getting a little wonky, hang with us. We'll be right back. 
My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. The Score North Twin Show. Bomba. On Score North and scorenorth.com. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And high and deep to left center field, hit to the gap. Allen chasing it. It's gone. Garber's got another. His 29th of the year. Score North first place twin show. This is Derek Wetmore. Patrick Royce is sitting next to me, Manny Hill, on the other side of the glass. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports. North. I got Patrick, a bone to pick with America. I heard something about a this. Bone to pick with America. We had the squirrel, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't know where squirrel. this was going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Wilds got the dog now. This poor dog that shows up all the time. <laughs> they got to show. They're they're in the battle to be cute, right? So mm-hmm. they got the rescue dog. And then we got the damn squirrel. And then we got Gerson's twins running up to the podium. To Aren't they cute? Tibbs didn't even have kids. Look at I got twins. We got twins here. Tibbs didn't even have kids. Doesn't even have a wife. So I just looked up at the screen here and MLB Network, right? And they're giving the highlights of the day. And one of them is... Kid catches two foul balls in one at bat. If you're going to stay to watch the video of a kid catching two foul balls in one at bat, I hate you, okay? (laughs) I hate you. You really do. This is what happened yesterday in Major League Baseball. How desperate are we? How do you really that we feel? we got to celebrate a kid catching two foul balls. I wish a little Brad got hit in the forehead. <laughs> what is it you always say, Pat? Sit down and watch the ball game? Yeah, I don't watch the ball game. Sit down, shut up, and watch the ball game. I had a close friend go to the Twins game yesterday on tickets, Pat, and told me the highlight of the day was when a little 10-year-old boy chased down a foul ball, got it, and was all excited, and then excitedly turned and gave it to a younger a five, six-year-old girl who was oh, there in attendance. wasn't that cute? They were very And then happy. a squirrel bit them, and they got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, they were all excited, <laughs> like 45 minutes after the game. I think it was Hayes said, there's the squirrel. No kidding? I said, Hayes, a competent reporter for The Athletic gives a damn about the squirrel. <laughs> Anywho, wow. could have got the exclusive What was it on your mind? That's what it's on my mind. No, I, I cute. there's only one Patrick Gracie. I'm anti cute. There's only one Patrick Gracie. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Sell a million. Uh, merch sales through the roof. Uh so Pat, well there are a couple of things and they're talking about Dave Dombrowski. We can talk about that well, later we have in to the talk show. About that in a um because that's that's not here but it's a concerning trend in Major League Baseball and I I woke up kind of mad today. But let's stay with the Twins for a second because I asked you during the commercial break. You didn't seem too surprised with my answer. The sky is falling. Buxton might have shoulder surgery. Pineda's done for the year after testing positive for a banned substance. Everybody's hurt on the team. Some of them are missing games. And yet, 
I still think the percent chance that the Twins win the division is way, way high. How how are you feeling about their odds to hold off the Indians? Oh yeah, right now? it's ninety percent or whatever it is. I, I you know it would take it would be very unlikely considering they do have the drop back of uh, Kansas City and Detroit at yeah, the end of the year. That's why I'm holding and, out. And uh, you know, Gardy's team, uh, Gardy's uh, team fighting gamely to try to avoid 115 losses. <laughs> so, by the way, that Baltimore Detroit series, I think we should go in. I think we should fly in for that one in Comerica Park. <laughs> might be able to get some tickets. We should I ask if we could simulcast. Week. I think they play each other this weekend. For they might want us to walk in. And- but yeah, I think. I mean, it's it has happened in the history of baseball. Uh, my guy Gene Mock, uh, you know, with 64 Phillies, six and a half ahead with 12 to go, and. Didn't get there. They were eliminated before the last day of the season. Right. And uh, so it can happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it could get close this week. But uh, uh, they got to win. You know, if they win two games, they'll still be three and a half ahead yeah. with a week to go. So. Yeah, I mean, I look at it and I say it's just we remember those Phillies teams because it's rare. We, we wouldn't remember it if it was commonplace. It'd just be one of the seasons. But it's so unusual for something like that to happen and to flip at this yeah. point. Even an injured yeah. Twins team, I think, can hold them off. Yeah. And then, you know, it's not. It's kind of like there's there's fallback positions now for the playoffs and everything in the division. Yeah. I, uh, I've i told this story before, but uh, Mock is managing the Twins in 76. And the Phillies are going to... Make the playoffs for the first time since God knows when, 51, I think, the okay. Wiz kids. And then they're starting to fade. And it was like a week ago, and they're, they were going to win the East, and then they were, they ended up winning it, but there was, they were four or five of, an eight or nine game lead had gotten down to like three or something. They started to get a little nervous. You know, and I was doing a Sunday baseball column back then. So I said, I got to go ask him. Yeah, I got to go ask him. (laughs) And he's standing out there and it's a, one of those fall afternoon. They always played afternoon games in the, in September, you know, and there's going to be 2,200 screaming fans at Met stadium. And they're taking BP at uh, four 30 in the afternoon. And uh, beautiful fall day, and Gene's standing there out on the grass, uh, halfway between the dugout and first baseline, and having a cigarette, as always. And I walk up, hey, how you doing, Gene? We got along great. And uh, after a couple of minutes, I said, you've noticed the Phillies slipping a little, haven't you? He said, yes. And I said... Okay, what do you remember about 64? <laughs> and he would always pause to formulate his answers. But the pause this time was quite a bit longer. Okay. <laughs> to the point that I thought he might put the cigarette out in my eye. But, uh, but he uh, finally he takes one last hit off it, throws it down. Stops it out in the grass, you know, twists it in the grass, and says, only every effing pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then went for a half hour. Yeah. Oh, and he was that good, was huh? Great. That's amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Got a little call him oh, out of that, I yeah, bet. It was a bit of, yeah, it was great. But uh, if I had not, he was one of those guys that treated the hometown reporters great. But if you were the 
if you were with the other team, you were the enemy, even if you were a sports writer, unless yeah. he knew him from the National League. Or yeah, something. okay. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, it can happen. Yeah, it can happen, and but the it's very unlikely. But boy, I've mentioned this a couple of times today, though. You watch this Clevenger kid pitch, and you think, I loved Danny Salazar. I mean, when his ball, when that 97-mile-an-hour fastball of his got the home plate, it was like a brick. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whoa! You know. <laughs> and then Carrasco was fantastic. And Kluber won two Cy Young Awards. And if they were fully healthy, Clevenger would be their fourth starter. Right. That'd be a pretty good rotation. Yeah, right yeah. Shane Bieber might yeah. be fifth. Shane Bieber would be fifth. <laughs> He'd be finally fighting Aaron Savali right. to be fifth. <laughs> Jeez. One of them would be in the bullpen. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man, they, would be, uh, they would be something to it's deal with. It is, it is pretty remarkable when you think about Cleveland even being where they're at right now, considering oh, yeah. all the injuries that they've yeah. dealt with and being, what, 30 and 31 or whatever they were oh, back they in were early June. Early, and, but much earlier than that, they were well under 500 at one point. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've, they've been decimated, and, you know, Tito's found a way to sort of keep them afloat and they went on that great run for like two months and got themselves back into the conversation. It's I still think the twins are gonna hold on to this thing, but it's pretty I mean, you gotta tip your hat to Cleveland the way they've yeah, been able do. to boy hang they on. they came up with a player in center field though, that Oscar Mercado was yeah, a really good player. And it's like uh, a double away from Lindor's one of the five best players in baseball, I think. Yep, I He's agree with you there. Jose Ramirez started off in the yeah. toilet this season and has come back roaring back before he broke his hammock bone. As as again a top you know twenty five player in the game, and you got two of those guys on the left side of your infield. It was amazing the uh, you know the uh, uh, the run they've had, and nobody in that town cares about anything but the Browns. Sure, sure. <laughs> the Browns lost by thirty yesterday 30. to the Titans, and I I've reported this elsewhere for tomorrow, but uh, the uh, Cleveland Indians contingent. Not the media guys, but the uh, that were affiliated with the team. You were sitting right in front of you. They were enjoying the Brownies' uh, failures because <laughs> all these teams that send out put ads of congratulations into the paper and now uh, oh, way to go, Vikes Twins. No, they all hate each other. Okay, <laughs> they all want you to fail miserably. You think if the Timberwolves put out an ad saying "Go Wild," they mean it? No, they don't. Competing for the same dollar and yes, attention yes, uh, from a limited. Yes, so when, the, so when the Cavs were in the midst of coming back from down three to one yes. to Golden State three years ago, there was it, no, there was no, you know, good luck Cavs on, you know, for Game Seven <laughs> from the Browns or they from might the have, they might have put them in the paper. They might have bought the ad, but they didn't mean it. It was just for PR. It was a half-hearted tweet, maybe. Wessel, uh, Wessel and I, we haven't done much of it lately, but Wessel and I, for about two years, whenever we, whoever caught one of those first, put it on Twitter and yeah. sent it to the yeah. other guy. Yeah, that's they, right. That's says, right. Oh, go Yankees, yeah. signed uh, Rangers. Right. Yeah. Way to go, Lynx. Yeah, right. Was, yeah. Uh, the well, we don't, for years. they can cheer for the Lynx. They don't care. They're not fighting them for dollars here. I look I, at, uh, what, just to get back to the Cleveland point and say, like, that's a scary see, team. This guy's never worked on our show trying to get back to the point, Manny. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, I'm listen- sometimes, Pat, long-time listener. Manny, sometimes the point just 
disappears. Well, sometimes the point is <laughs> we got to go to break. Time on the ride with Royce. <laughs> or, or the other show, what Pat. What the hell were we talking about? In Matt the afternoon, Amy? it might be. We'll be right back. <laughs> just a moment. Uh, yeah, I think this Cleveland team um, is just. It's it's remarkable, and they're going to be a team that you probably don't want to face in October if Ramirez is back. Because yeah, you got some big back, bats. Out, but they're right now they're an underdog because Tampa all of a sudden got hot again, and Oakland's That's a good team. Oakland's going to make the playoffs. They're good. It is shocking to me. We talk about the nationally. I'm talking here. We talk about the Yankees and we talk about the Astros, and of course we talk about the Red Sox despite their failures of this season. It seems to me that despite how good Tampa Bay has been, and Oakland for that matter, I'll even lump the Twins into this category. You don't see a whole lot of that leading uh, leading Sports Center on MLB Network. No. They're they're not exactly talking about those three clubs. Ah, we got to worry about the kid who caught two foul balls. Yeah, that's right. Where, where would we <laughs> where find the, the time? Squirrel, <laughs> where would we find the time to talk about the Twins? And you the know, Rays when and we the, used to be athletics. walking through the woods in the fall uh, in search of pheasants. Uh, tree tree lined areas. When I was a youth, and we saw a squirrel nest, we just blasted her out of the tree, hoping one was up there. <laughs> and now we're all aren't they cute? You know what they're selling? You're gonna hate this. Your head might they explode. They would chew your baby's arm off if they had a chance. They're rodents Squirrels. with a tail. Yeah. They're I, rats I, with a tail. Ra- rats with fluffy tails, Pat. That's yes, what I've always it. called squirrels. If they were running around your backyard and they didn't have a fluffy tail, you'd be calling the police. So, Pat, you're not first on the line getting one of those hats or t-shirts that they're selling at the merchandise <laughs> oh, store? Oh, God. Anything. Anything but baseball they're trying to sell. Third-party companies have sprung up selling Rally Squirrel t-shirts. You're not going to pre-order for the yeah. next batch? Where what did we do? Where, where was he when they needed him the other day? Yesterday when Garver was up the plate, why didn't the car? Why didn't the squirrel show up? <laughs> he probably think Could Garver didn't him. need the help. Garver's hey, been doing okay. I think okay. the American League is uh, really good at the top, and you know, obviously bad at the bottom. Uh, uh, I was talking to Kirk Jen about this, and it's it's probably not a great thing for baseball that. Uh, you're going to have two teams lose 115 games in the American League, and yeah. uh, and uh, you know he, the the National League doesn't have a team quite as bad as uh, Miami's. Miami's at least you can see something in the offing. There's, with their there's good talent, pitching, yeah. But with they're their good pitching, but uh, Baltimore and Detroit, ooh, embarrassing. That, I had that stat the other day when the Twins were 48 and 24. More more wins on the road than the Orioles and Tigers had wins. Oh, yeah, and it wins. says that says a lot about all three clubs <laughs> because the Twins have been phenomenal on they the road. They have really played. They people are. They have played better baseball on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look better. Their record is better. They're scoring runs in bunches. It, they uh, they go on road trips and just die. I really found it interesting that. Uh, when they went to nearby Chicago two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they didn't play till Tuesday, they left on Monday on Sunday night after the game, and spent the whole day in Chicago, resting and relaxing. That was never even contemplated in the past. You, sure. the, the players first, I guess the players could could have. Didn't have to go on the charter. They could come in themselves yep. mm-hmm. on Monday. Sure. But, the, the, you know, for 58 years, 
they would have left at eight o'clock on Monday night. Yeah, you know, to right. get there and to have the, give the players a full day. It's sure. it's an interesting situation, but they they try to get to the town they're going to as early as they can. It's a it's got to be one of their sleep scientists that's telling them that this is the way oh, to sure. do it or something. Yeah, well, I be- I'd believe it. Like if you if you wake <clears throat> up and take a plane, that's like a, a day of work. Um, I mean, later work they're obviously. Saying. That's but yeah. what they're saying. But this is Chicago. Sure, I know. Hey, fifty minutes. Hey, <laughs> you know. Well, and you're leaving from uh, you know you're you're leaving. They clear you and you get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, so uh, it, you know it's not like they're waiting for three hours to take off either, like the rest of us poor saps. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's true. You know, but it it was interesting, and and then you started thinking, and I, I don't know if Phil did a story or Lavelle or I can't remember, but the financial of that. Oh, it sure. costs tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, definitely, every time you do it, because you give them an extra day of, uh, you know, you give them an, ex- an extra days of these hotels, which in Chicago they got to be three hundred bucks, paying two fifty, yeah. three hundred a room, yeah. yeah, and then an extra day of per diem, and sure. you know, which is probably one hundred and seventy five bucks a day now or something. So, uh, yeah, it costs thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Calvin would have. Had a, if anyone would have, you know, when I first started, they didn't have charters age 60% of the time, 70% of the time. Yeah. You'd play a night game in Kansas City and get up the next morning at 7 and fly to Chicago. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah uh, so. Calvin was not known for uh, spearheading the era of rest and recovery. Package. Yes, but uh, so I'll tell you one thing. He had a great press room. <laughs> <laughs> Only top shelf booze and uh, wonderful food. <laughs> oh, and wonderful food, and I could never say anything bad about him because it was famous, right? Yes. And uh, once I became a Tangeray man, uh, instead of a different form of vodka, they started stocking Tangeray for me. So good, that was a way to a ball rider's heart. Right <laughs> Tangeray, Bombay Sapphire. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Bombay. They had Bombay, but not a sapphire. Sure. Bombay okay. too. Bombay well, isn't bad, by the way, if you're a gin drinker. As we uh, as we meander around the points uh, on the Score North first place Twins show, we got to talk about this Dave Dombrowski news, Patrick. Oh uh, man! On the other side here, because I'm actually look, I'm not a Red Sox fan. Don't really care. Good for them for winning the World Series, and now they've fallen on harder times. But I think that firing Dave Dombrowski is a sign of you know uh, yeah. Bad times do you know yet what the explanation is? They were supposed to release a statement this morning. Nope. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen anything. The last I saw was that there wouldn't be a press conference today. So we can dig into that on. On the commercial break, get back to it after this on the Score North First Place Twin Show, live from Bone Basota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill, and Patrick Royce in today. How did I become a fan of baseball and everything you need to know about how baseball works? And it might get a little crazy, but let's get straight to it. Whoever scores the most runs wins. It's the Score North Twin Show. Twins. twins coverage on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. All right, it's Score North download time. It's 1246 on Manny Hill as the uh, Score North first place twin show rolls on. And uh, the Twins right now, well, five and a half games up in the American League Central, 88 and 55 on the season. It's been a great year. Certainly not over yet, but they, this team is banged up right now. And um, notably, one of their best players who's been great all year, Max Kepler, 
dealing with a lot right now. And Rocco Baldelli talked about the uh, right fielder's injury situation. Um, he was having trouble finishing his swings uh, right off the bat in the game. Um, it's uh, probably scap related, you know, in the back of the shoulder and uh, just just some some tightness. And and he's 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 a little uncomfortable. So um, we're going to make sure we get him looked at. Yeah, this squad is uh, very good, very talented. It's been a great year, but they are dealing with a lot of injuries right now and suspensions, too, with Michael Pineda being suspended for 60 games by Major League Baseball. That is your Score North download as we return to the Score North Twin Show. Thank you, Manny. Score North first place twin show to you. Derek right. Wetmore with Manny Hill and uh, Patrick Royce in today talking twins, talking Cleveland, talking postseason, and we got to talk Red Sox. The news of the baseball world today, Patrick, is that Dave Dombrowski is out as head of the baseball operations department with the Boston Red Sox. No press conference, just a press release saying thanks for winning the World Series. Now, goodbye. Uh, a press release lauding this man in every paragraph of how wonderful he was. And he'll always be a, have a cherished place in Red Sox history. Mm. They've answered no questions, and I hate that, yeah. that they don't. That they that they feel that the the public is supposed to accept this how wonderful he was and he was great. Well, you got to give some hint as to why you fired the guy. Yes, he's a public personality, and you gotta you gotta give some hint as what you know somebody will find out in the Boston media and report it. But uh, I my theory would be from a distance. He's what, his 60s now, Dombrowski? I think so. 63, that, I think. That he was very, uh, he, he, would, uh, he was accepting of analytics, but he was not fully embracing this as the only way to run a ball club. Sure. That he was not, you know, that I think the guys with the iPads might not have been being listened to. Sure. Yeah. You know, that, you know, that, uh, you know, it wasn't properly collaborative. <laughs> sure, sure. Your favorite word. By the way, you know, that would be one thing if the Red Sox would come after Felby, being a New England fella and all that. Yeah. Um, he could start using the word collaborative again because we we kind of frightened him off that. Uh, you kind of frightened him off that, We made Patrick. so much fun of him that he stopped using it. <laughs> What's all this well, wee stuff you got a rat too. in your pocket? Levine, too. Okay. Levine would get on him about <laughs> about saying it. So he could he could start using his favorite word again, yeah. collaborative. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think sure. it's terrible for baseball. I think that yeah. a respected GM who's done it twice in two different places and then this is the word that he goes and asks for a contract extension after winning the World Series, and they said no, and so you have no choice but to fire him is terrible for baseball. I don't know. There's this guy named Sam Kennedy, and I don't know who he is, uh, but uh, I'm going to have to check him out with my Boston guys. Yeah. This smells of a... Power struggle? This smells of a... Of a business guy who thinks he's a baseball guy, it's it smells of that's that. tough because because he's quoted in the in the release. And, oh sure, 
I don't you put know. your I gotta, signature I gotta, on it. I got to check him out. <laughs> you put I, your signature on it when you get quoted in a press release. Yeah, these guys start guy. thinking they actually know what the hell's going on with the, you know. So here's why I have a problem with it, Pat. It's not because I think Dombrowski's the best GM of all time or anything like that. He, maybe he's not even the best leader for Boston right now. And if that's the case, tell us. Be truthful about it. But what bothers me about a firing like this is Dave Dombrowski is a guy who every summer, every winter, goes for it. He's ready to win. Well, they, His, told, they brought him in to win the World Series, and he did. And he did, and they fired him the I'll next season. I'll tell you season. one thing, though. You know, one, it could be as simple as he he came to him this spring, told him he wanted to give Sale $150 million, promised him he was healthy, Mm. And now he's saying. Now they're saying, "What the hell? You gave Price two twenty one, you gave uh, Sale one hundred and fifty when he didn't have to." Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, and now we're you know now we're on the hook for, they're on the hook for a half a billion dollars worth of pitching that hasn't e- either is not pitching or has contributed and have it contributed. To a starter's ERA of about five and a half runs yep. a game in yep. Fenway, they paid, he, paid it could be the it could be some of the financial decisions sure. that they got. They're so out over their skis financially that they really to stay under the you know the what do we call luxury it? tax there As luxury tax. They might uh, feel like uh, he made some bad financial decisions. <laughs> now he's got to he got to sign Mookie. Yeah, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Mookie. The other thing is, did he? Not trying to pile on him here, but did he did he give Miguel Cabrera that big contract when he was still? Yeah, the as, the, as the owner forced his hand, right? Yeah, that yeah. was well, a. Well, Illich, guy. Illich yeah. was trying to go they all were in trying to, try to win, win a World, 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 World Series, but they saw no. Yeah, so here's my here's my bigger bigger picture issue with it is it's a template for owners or teams or whatever business people, as Pat's alluding to, to say why win right now. Why go for it right now if that could cost you in the future when you could just get excited about hope? You could have a five-year, six-year rebuilding plan. Well, we're going to get bad first. Look at what happened to the Astros. Well, we got to be bad first. Look at what happened to the Cubs. I'm going to pull a Theo Epstein, and you're going to love it in Boston. It's going to be painful at first, but we'll pay it off. And I sit there and I think, well, this team is supposed to be good enough to win one right now and, yeah. and next year. And is that going to – is that – is is the Red Sox bottoming out? That's not going to fly in that town. Well, oh, no, you can't. You you've got to be competitive. You're not going to do, yeah. do it in that town. No. I questioned before this move. I looked at what it would take to extend a guy like Mookie Betts, who will be the hot commodity on a free agent market. I don't know that they can get that done with the money they have no. committed right now. Somebody, so now uh, I'm really somebody told that. me that they were expecting uh, to have fifty uh, percent no shows Saturday or Sunday night because they were playing the Yankees because of the Patriots game. No kidding, because wow. they were this disappointed. And the season ticket holders were sure. Dis- wow. You won 108 games last year, you jackasses. You know, <laughs> it, you had a, you fell back. You still got you still got a lineup that you like to go watch play yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> That's why I wrote Sunday that the worst thing that could happen in the Twin Cities is if the Vikings win a Super Bowl. To the Twins, you saying? Uh, the worst thing no, that could happen just to, to the, the, tw- Twin the Twin Cities, Cities in general. Our angst, we we can embrace that. The Cubs fans now, identityless. The Cubs fans, they won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. 
Three days later, all you read is, are the Cubs going to be a dynasty? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and the Red Sox. You know, 2004, they win it. Now they're all spoiled. They've won four since <laughs> well, then. The, remember, you know, when you don't win, you got something to embrace. Well, remember last year, too, at the end of last year, there were, remember we were hearing the rumblings that, is this going to be it for Joe Madden? Is, is Joe, are, it could are be. the Cubs yeah, and Joe Madden going to part ways, you know? Yeah, unless they were to win the wild card game and then win a series, he's probably going to be gone. Next yeah, manager probably. of the Boston Red Sox. Not what you were no, telling me at a clean house. Happen. No, I, I think they'll they'll have a thirty one year old. Uh, you know what's wrong with Alex no, Cora? Cora is a great Cora is great. Yeah. yeah, but how about the fact he didn't know? He didn't. He did yeah. not know. He, he didn't. He didn't. I know didn't know that part of the story. No, the, the media yeah. basically told him. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so I already that's hated this I, move. I, I smell. That's why I, I got to look up Sam Kennedy. I smell a. Oh, this reeks to me, guys. Yep. I'll, I got. I can, it, it's a little. Uh, we're getting late here in the hour, but uh, we got a few. I got to tell Fenway. you a few observations about Fenway, and maybe it ties in with all of this. Okay, you want to do it next? Yes, because I look at. Uh, I'm just. I'm that. That disappoints me to hear Cora didn't even know about it. And I, a, you know, and I think he's a straight shooter. I don't think yeah. he's lying to the guys. I was. I was out there like three times this spring. He's a hell of a guy. I really yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah. there is. There is a wave in baseball, and I think it's overtaken the sport already, so it might be too late. But there is a wave of people selling hope and optimism mm-hmm. in future rather than let's try to compete and win today, get into the playoffs, and let's see what happens. Well, and, it depends upon how close you are. I mean, if it would be a little silly for the Tigers to say, yes. boy, we're going to go for it this year. That's absolutely All right. All we need is four starters and six position players. <laughs> we're going to kick some ass. Yeah, we hope how, Miguel Cabrera retires. Yes. But how about the teams that and are... says, don't give me any of my money. <laughs> how about the teams that are going to win 85 games and they decide, nah, this is okay. Let's actually, let's just go backwards nah, for a few not, years. I don't think it's as big a problem as in uh, NBA. For sure. Oh, yeah, but they're copying the template. They're copying the model. And talk yeah, about job security. What's easier, going for it and winning a World Series and then having some big contracts? Or saying, hey, we'll have a few number one picks and some nice, cost-controllable future assets. Mm. Which is easier to sell to a, a business person? It's the latter, and that's what's driving me crazy about this Dave Dombrowski thing. Uh, we do have to hit a break on the Score North First Place Twin Show. We'll talk Fenway Park. The Boston Red Sox, and we'll get back to some twins here next on Score North and ScoreNorth.com and the Score North free mobile app.